Good morning, good evening, greetings, and salutations. Welcome to the Hijack My Life podcast. My name is Gene A. White Jr. And in today's episode, we're going to discuss how you and I can find balance in our personal lives as we juggle the responsibilities of work, family, and our passions. Let's go. contentment might be hard to come by. Finding the appropriate balance that allows us to achieve all of our objectives is not always as simple as we would want. We will miss out on time with our families if we're overly focused on our careers, and we'll have no fun with any of our hobbies if we are focused on those same careers. So finding a method to bring all of those diverse areas of your life together might bring you the peace and happiness that you require. You see, life is full of areas that should be balanced to get the happiness that so many of us seek. You might be able to find the serenity as you listen to this podcast and think about these topics and how they work best in your life. Those topics that we'll kind of briefly discuss today are balancing work to aid with your career, balancing your family and your time with your loved ones, looking at how you balance relationships, focusing on your health and your wellness, and even finding methods to balance your hobbies. So the question I want to pose to you today is, how do you decide which one that you work on first? We have all these balls in the air that we're juggling and trying to figure out How can I be the most effective with each of these responsibilities that I'm trying to keep afloat? And I know I need to work on them, but which one do I work on first? The way that you can help make that decision is to understand what is most important. Hopefully after hearing this episode, you'll have a unique experience. When you have this experience, you become genuinely aware of what is most important to you what you value the most. And when you find what you value the most, you'll be able to make significant changes in your life to reach the correct balance. You see, balance is frequently one of the most difficult things that we can achieve in life. Everyone seems to be so busy these days. When you talk to people, hey, how's everything going? Oh, I've just been trying to stay busy. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. I've been at work. And, you know, they'll, they're quick to run down the list of the different things because people have this perception that being busy is just a good thing. You know, you're productive and you're successful if you're busy. But is that really the case? You may have to do things with your family, your job, your kids or your community. You see, they all want your attention. And we sometimes let our schedule run our lives and make us forget about our priorities instead of us taking charge of our schedule and our priorities. And what do you get in result when you do this? You get exhaustion, you get stress, you get anger. So be on the lookout for these signs that your life just might be out of whack and do something today to bring more balance to all the parts of your life. Keep in mind that there is more to life than the daily grind. And this is important because I struggle with this. Like, this is tough 
And um, it's almost like me preaching to the choir when we talk about this because you stress, anger, exhaustion, like those three words, they, they hit me as a gut punch to my stomach just because it's exactly what happens. Since 2013, I've tried to get a handle on the chaos that my life was causing me. You see, I worked at a mobile communications company and honestly, I was in shackles, like, I mean, hemmed up and I was bound by these emails that would come through in my daily routines. Everything was a fire drill. And although I got a message five minutes ago, when you read the message, it was urgent, like it needed to be done yesterday. And I was literally a slave to the oppressors. That was my job. And now don't get me wrong, I, I love that job. And and you may hear as I talk about these different jobs, honestly, every job that I've worked, I love them until I don't. And it's time to make a change. So if you see me say that about several different positions that I've had, then just know, I mean, I love these jobs until I don't. So don't get me wrong, I love that job and I had fun doing it until I got burned out on this never-ending cycle of sales and quotas. Um, it was it was hard to find balance in my life. You know, you get on that hamster wheel, especially working in sales, at the beginning of the month, you get your quotas, you get your targets and these things that you're trying to make. So you set these goals for yourself and you come up with these personal strategies on how you're going to make these targets so that you can also make a decent living for yourself and for your family. Well, you work hard, you take phone calls after hours, you are trying to set things up so that you can make sales the next day and make sure that you can stay ahead of the pack and you reach that pinnacle and you reach that mark and you've completed you got your goals and the end of the month come and you celebrate yes i did it i got so many activations i got so many upgrades blah 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 and then the first comes and that race starts all over again and now you have to start running all over again and so that became really a tedious burnout that I actually got from working in that particular industry. So during the time I was there, I really tried to start figuring out how I could start to own my time instead of my time owning me. I wanted to manage my day instead of letting emails and tasks from other people come in and dictate how I was going to spend my day. So I started scheduling time in my day for waking up. I would use an alarm on one of my devices like my phone or my tablet. And in this calendar, I would put time in for meditation, for devotion, uh, for prayer. This was all part of my morning routine. And then I would schedule time at night to wind down, reconcile my day, and then prepare for the next day, and then also to go to sleep. So it may look something like this at 5 a.m., the alarm to wake up, 5.15, meditation, 5.20, devotion and prayer. Six o'clock, I get up, and that's my time that I'm supposed to start getting ready. So I would have these kind of milestones where I would strive to achieve to meet these milestones in the morning. At nighttime, it would be something to the effect of 9.45, reconcile the day, start to make out my task list for the next day. Anything that I did not finish the prior day, I would move those over to the task list for the next day. 
Um, and then during this wind down time, I would also try to think about those things that I needed to do, the accomplishments that I made, and also get ready for the next day. So 9.45, I'm winding down. By 10.30, 11 o'clock, I want to be in the bed and I want to be asleep. Now, each of these tasks were assigned a time and duration. And I felt like this was a good plan. However, <laughs> plans are only as good as the planner's ability and discipline to execute them. So in my case, these calendar items became placeholders. And they became irrelevant because I would not personally commit to following the very guidelines that I placed on myself. You see, I lost my why. Why was I taking those necessary steps in the first place? What was my goal? I know I needed to get a handle on things, but I didn't execute the discipline that I needed to make the significant difference in my life. Discovering and understanding your why is important to achieving the success that you seek. In our next episode, we'll dive deeper into finding your why. If you haven't had the opportunity to check out our product shop or the blog at hijackmylife.com, you could just be missing out. There are daily posts Monday through Friday for you to enjoy helping you to grow and develop daily. Also, you can pick up any of the useful ebooks, guides, and audiobooks that we have available as well. These items are regularly updated, so if you don't see anything worth trying out today, maybe you'll see something on tomorrow. As a token of my appreciation, when you sign up to receive updates from us, you will receive a free guide on 20 tips that you can use to make money online today. So go to www.hijackmylife.com and join the family today. See, it can be hard just trying to exist with the pressures that tend to weigh us down. So I want to take a look at four things that you can look for if you think that your life may be out of balance. Number one, if you think that your to-do list is bigger than the Empire State Building. Number two, you think that you're very busy, but you're not sure if you're getting anything done. You're tired. You're always tired. You have headaches or you show other signs of stress. And then number four, you feel like you are living someone else's schedule and have no idea where you are going. These four items, these are tough because once you get into this spot, you really feel helpless at times. I mean, it's frustrating to say the least. What feelings do you have when your life is out of whack? For me, I just told you, I mean, you get frustrated, you get angry, you just get anxious. It's just, I need to do something. This is not the way I want to operate. A lot of time, it may seem like your whole life is going by without you having any choices or freedom to do what you want. And there may be parts of your life that you haven't paid attention to. So instead of living your life to the fullest, it feels like you spent time and attention on other things. One of the things that you should do, one of the first things, actually, if you really want to find balance in your life is just to take an inventory of what's important to you. Ask this question, what do I value? This is important because all of the areas of your life should hold some value to you. And your most important value will probably change from time to time. 
So once you take inventory of the things that are most important to you, how do you bring your life back into balance? Well, first of all, try to understand that you can't do everything all the time. And believe me when I tell you these things, I'm definitely preaching to myself because it's a daily struggle to keep from falling into the pit of discouragement. You only have so much time, so much energy, money, and so on. Many people want to do a lot and be pleased, but you are only one person and you can't always do everything. So stop, take a breath, and regroup. There's nothing more that you can do. You've done enough. The need for perfection and the desire to solve all the problems for all the people should be let go of. Let it go. You can't do everything that needs to be done all the time. You have to understand that you can't do it. It's not your responsibility. The next step to finding balance would be to take charge of yourself and not time. We think about this concept that we use as time management, time management. You need to have better time management. And if you think about it, there's really no such thing as time management, but you can control and manage yourself within the time that you have. So we can can still control what we do. Everyone has 24 hours in a day. And if you're like me, I know you've had these thoughts of needing more time. Oh, if only there were a few more hours in the day, I could finish this project. I could get more sleep or I could do X, Y, Z or any of the other things that I would like to do if I had more time. But you don't. You got 24 hours in a day. So you have to manage what you do within that time frame. The way you manage yourself shows that you take responsibility for what you do in a day and for your life as a whole. The way you manage yourself shows that you take responsibility for what you do in a day and for your life as a whole. What we're talking about here is being proactive and realizing that you have a lot of power over what you can do and what you cannot do. We find the time for the things that we want to do. You ever thought about that? I know that I have a lot of tasks that I need to get taken care of. And I would say, oh, yeah, I don't really have the time. I can't go to this function because I have X, Y, Z. I can't do this. Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. But I found time to binge watch that episode of Ozark or that episode of Stranger Things. You find time for those things that you really want to do. So be aware of that and understand that there may be some time in there where you mindlessly scroll on TikTok or watching Netflix or Hulu or whatever your entertainment platform of choice is that you could be taking care of something else and managing that yourself within that time frame wisely. Number three is to add and subtract. And what we're talking about with adding and subtracting is we're talking about what you do. If you want to achieve something more important in a different area, then what task are you willing to give up? See, to do more of something, you may have to do less of other things. You have to be willing to stop doing some things, even if it's only for a short time, in order to do the things that are more important. I've always, probably since my my early wireless days, I had a manager who said this to me um, as I was striving to become a assistant manager with this company. And he told me that you have to do what you want. I'm sorry, you have to do what you need to do to get to where you want to be. And so I've kept that, that 
the things that I do, I try to make sure that I am prioritizing those things to do what needs to be done so that I can get to where I want to be. When we talk about setting priorities, working with trying to um, find balance, think about your week. Think about your work week. First of all, do you even make a plan? And when you planning out your week, you need to think about which tasks or projects can wait. Make a list of all the things that you need to do each week. Take these things off the list and you'll feel less overwhelmed. So if they're irrelevant, cross them off. Move them to another week or schedule them for another date. In fact, if you haven't got a chance to look at um, the bullet journal method, I've used this in the past and it really, we'll talk about this in a later episode, but the bullet journal method really helped me to start to really take control and find some balance in my life. Now, there are rabbit holes that you can go down when you're doing the bullet journaling. Um, there's tons of Pinterest and, and Instagram posts and these elaborate um, spreads that you can do. But the original method written by um, an author named Ryder Carroll, um, you can find it out on um, your Amazons and you can find it on even on Audible. Um, it's a great system and it really did help me. But anyway, so when you are making these things that are irrelevant and you're taking them off the list and you're scheduling them for another month, another week, another day, this will allow you to free up some time and make you to feel less overwhelmed. Sometimes finding balance in your life requires that you evaluate and sometimes you got to eliminate people in your life. So how do you do that? Well, you need to identify the people who are adding to you, the people who are um, neutral, and then also you need to identify those people who need to be removed, basically. Identify the A people in your life when it comes to other people. These people help you. They think that you're good. They believe in you. They are an A person if you feel better about yourself after you have spent time with them. They make you better and they make your life better. Now, think about your neutral people or B. Your B people are neutral and with them, you spend time with them, but you feel the same way after being with this person as you did before you were with this person. So, I mean, you may hang out, you may have a little fun, this and the other. They don't really add to your life, but they're not toxic. They're not subtracting from your life as well. So you have your A people that add to you. You have your B people who they don't add, but they don't subtract. But then you also have, you guessed it, the C people who need to be put in the circular file that that, that one that needs to be thrown away or phased out, let go. <laughs> It's not always the case, but if you're not careful, see people can be a drain and add stress to your life. So instead of adding value, these people can actually add stress to your life. So you want to evaluate your circle, evaluate your tribe, evaluate your crew, your family even, and make sure that you're spending more time with the people who add to your life and figuring out a way to limit or eliminate the amount of time that you spend 
with people who are subtracting from your life. Your A people, they're going to energize you. They're going to empower you. They're going to inspire you. And they're going to give you strength, not stress. They will do this instead of making you stressed out. I struggle with this next item the most, and it irritates me to no end. <laughs> Just say no. Have you heard these words? Will you? Um, can you? I just need a small favor from you. You know what? We can always trust you to, or you're very good at, you know, when you hear these messages, right? How does that make you feel? Do you feel happy? Do you feel annoyed? Do you feel used? Because once you get good at something or people feel like they can count on you to to do something, then they will keep coming back to you. Keep coming back to you. Now, me, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser and I've been a people pleaser for as long as I can remember. I always want to be that person that you can depend on if it's at all possible. I want to be that person that, you know, if, if when the chips are down, your back's against the wall, you can call Gene and he got you. He going to get you fixed up. So I find myself putting my needs last because I am trying to please others. The simple reality is suppose you say no like what will happen you know sometimes we say yes to things because we feel like we have to answer right away however keep in mind that you have the right to think about what you can do before you respond people who are able to say no they're more likely to reduce their stress and keep their lives in balance it also gives your yeses a lot more power so think about that just say no <laughs> Number five is to make time for yourself. Put it on a calendar. Schedule that time. After all, if you don't look after yourself, then who will? It's up to you to make sure that your health and your well-being are safe and sound. Because if you don't, then who will? It's great to have people in our lives who we can help. Those that we can work with, we can be friends with, and we can just do things together. This is important that you must be your own best friend. I know you want to be the best for your family and your friends, but when you want something to happen, you have to put in the work to make that happen. So set aside time and space for what makes you happy, what makes you healthy, and what makes you happy right now. And when you rest, be intentional in your resting. Be intentional in your playing. Be intentional in your growing. You can take 10 minutes a day to read, to walk, or to rest. You see, scheduling time for yourself is a must if you want to be the best version of yourself and if you want to be ready to tackle that busy schedule that you have. The next step in finding balance is to live with a purpose. This is easier to do if you live your life with an authentic and passionate goal. For this reason, there is no perfect one-size-fits-all balance plan that you should be trying to achieve. And this is why. You see, for each of us, the best way to balance our lives is different. We all have very different priorities and different lives. When we think about the quote, Life isn't about getting to a certain place. It's about getting to where you want to be. Then it helps us to think about the importance of having a balanced life. When we clean our homes, when we care for our families, 
keep our health or achieve some goals, there is no last time. During our whole lives, there will always be something that we need to get done. This is a good thing. I mean, that's what makes us happy. We get to choose how we live our lives and who we have relationships with. But be aware of the signs that your life might be out of balance and start taking the steps today to get your sense of control and your life balance back. Many people struggle with figuring out how to balance their work and their personal lives without jeopardizing their career. They have a lot of big ideas about how to build a great career and get ahead, but they are also concerned about not having enough time to develop their family when they're short on time. Prioritizing your work-life balance will reduce distress and help you to avoid those things like burnout. Remember that burnout I talked about when I worked in wireless communications? This will contribute to a healthier and happier life in general. Recognizing the importance of this, many professionals are attempting to find ways to have flexible work days and hours as well as jobs that allow them to advance while still allowing them to spend time with their families. But how are professionals supposed to strike a good work-life balance without jeopardizing their career goals? The following are some of the steps that must be taken in order for this to occur. Understand how you work and the methods that work best for you. See, finding the right work-life balance is all about redefining your attitude towards work and determining where all of your priorities lie. You don't have to go on a deep soul search to make this happen, but you can look at some of the practical aspects, like make a list of what you want to accomplish in your personal and professional life, and then add a realistic timeline to it. It is easier to compartmentalize some of those different elements once you have a better idea of what's occupying your time and what you would like to devote more of your time and energy to. Recognize that this is not always possible to achieve um, the idea of balance of home and work. Some weeks you may have more home time. Others you may work more in the office. However, If it balances out from week to week, it is a good sign that you are focusing on your values. Another tip is to stop comparing yourself to others. This can be beneficial in both your personal and professional life. Stop looking to others to validate your happiness or your success. While it is a good idea to keep track of your progress and to ensure that you're on the right track, You do not need to include the progress or accomplishments of others to make this work. The main issue here is how well others are doing have no bearing on your own career path. Furthermore, you're most likely not even seeing a true comparison. Like, sure, that other person is probably ahead in their work. Perhaps they do not have children at home to care for. Perhaps you and your spouse are both working and they have someone at home. The grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. So stop comparing and concentrate solely on your goals and you achieving those goals along the way. I've seen this happen a lot, not just in my career, but more often in my personal life. It's amazing how much we compare our journey to the results of the others that we see. Just because you graduated with honors in high school 
and then you went straight to college doesn't mean that you should feel bad because your classmate who barely stayed awake in class and likely struggled to graduate but walked across the stage the same day that you did seemingly has a great life with all their needs met and you're struggling to see which bill you want to pay with this check. It's not a race against anyone else. Your journey is your journey. Stop comparing yourself to other people. It's not productive and you will always find yourself on a negative end if you look hard enough for a worthy opponent in this imaginary contest. Learn how to say no. I had to put this in the list again because it's crucial that we learn to value our time and efforts. And also because I struggle with this all the time. You can be collaborative and flexible and you can help out other colleagues. It, you know, it's an admirable trait, but you do need to put a limit if you would like to have some balance in your life. Never become a dumping ground for extra projects, late deadlines and other projects that others just don't want to do because this will cut into some of your free time and it can make it hard to um, have time when you leave work. Now, this one could be a little controversial. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But leave work at the office. All the connections that we can make in our modern world is good for us. It allows us to be in touch with others and know what is going on. But it is impossible to achieve the balance that we want if everyone can reach us at any time of the day. A good way to get this balance is to sign off the work emails and the messaging apps and do not take any calls from the office when your hours are done. Now, I say this, and this is a very good tip, but it's also one of the hardest to actually execute on because it's so convenient to receive your emails on your phone, to receive that Teams message that pops up on your iPad or on your desktop or on your um, your smartphone. It's very convenient and you can make excuses and say, oh, it's something real quick. I can go ahead and knock this out, but that I can go ahead and knock this out that only takes two minutes to do turns into 22 requests that only take two minutes to do. And now you spent an hour when you're supposed to be spending time with your family taking care of little small micro work issues that were very easy to take care of, which also could have been easy to take care of the next day at work. Unless you are in a profession that is supposed to save lives, I honestly don't think there will ever be an emergency that requires you to answer your phones when it's after hours. Many worry that setting these boundaries will hinder any chances that they have for promotion. But it's actually a good thing because it helps managers and colleagues understand the value of your time rather than getting a hold of you for everything. Everything? Everything. You also don't need to make excuses or explain why you have a life outside of work. As long as your schedule is not affecting the work that you give to the office, what you do in your free time is none of their business. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your life while you are off work and save all that work for when you get back to the office later. All of that work can wait and you will get a chance to relax and take a break. This may be an unpopular conversation, but it's the way that I feel today. <laughs> 
when it comes to balancing your family time, it can be hard because you spend time with your family at the same time um, that you're trying to get these these career goals um, uh, accomplished. You want to make the best memories possible with your kids and your partner as well as the rest of your family. But it's not always as simple as it looks. When you have a lot of time together, it's important to make the most of it. There are a few ways that you can do this. You can make a plan and plan ahead. If you want to have fun with your family, a little planning can go a long way. Each person has a lot on their plate, so making sure that everyone is on the same page will help. Pick a day to go out together and even plan out what you're going to do so there aren't any last minute changes. It doesn't matter if it's once a month or once a week. Make time for the people that you love. I'm probably the world's worst at this. I am striving to get better at this every day. Can I tell you that this has hijacked my life where we want to become better tomorrow than we were today? (laughs) Make a plan and schedule out that time that you would like to do with your family. Turn off the technology. Your phones, your computers, and other things, they, they don't have to be turned on all the time. So just don't do it. What they do is they take attention away from your loved ones, your family, and the people that you want to spend time with. So you can make a rule to keep them off all night. You can have them turned off at dinner time so everyone can talk. Or you can just have them off by a certain time at night. I mean, these smartphones are great. Just put on your do not disturb if you like to. Um, With your electronics turned off, you have a chance to talk with one another and actually communicate. Uh, No one is going to focus on the phone or the computer. They'll focus on the conversation and the people around them. And this can be a great thing, especially when you want to get the most out of your family time. So set up these rules and then have everybody to follow them. There are a lot of different plates that need to be handled when you want to balance life. You need to work with your health, your connections and social life, your family and your work. This can seem like a lot on its own, but you should consider how you will spend your free time doing something that you love. There are a number of benefits to having a hobby. If you have a physical hobby, there will be a number of physiological benefits because it will improve the functioning of your brain and your heart rate along the way. This can also help you to balance out your health because it increases energy, it increases the strength of your bones, builds up muscle, aids in weight loss, and it'll lower your blood pressure all in one. Some physical hobbies that you can consider include martial arts, yoga, swimming, camping, and hiking. Those who decide to carve out some time for their activities that they love They'll see that it's a great way to improve their overall emotional well-being. Your hobbies are going to help to reduce your stress because they allow you time to relax and they give you a chance not to worry as much about some of those pressing concerns that life puts on you like paying bills and work. Hobbies can sometimes help us feel like we're more in control more than any other part of our lives. We feel accomplished and happy with something, allowing for a better mental health overall. There are a lot of different hobbies that you are able to work with when it comes to balancing out your life and making some of the big changes that you would like. So take a look at some of the things that you like to participate in just to get a break from the hassle of work and everything else. 
when you find one that gives you joy and it challenges you in new ways, it'll ensure that you can add some of that balance that you've been looking for and that you've been searching for. Now, let's take a moment to go back to the beginning of this conversation. Now, when I told you about my calendar planning that I did when I started to try and find balance in my life, I told you that though I had a good plan, the problem came with the execution. That brings me to my last point. You have to take action. Whatever your plan is, whatever the strategy, action is important when it comes to creating balance. If you value spending time with your family and getting more time with the kids, then you need to be deliberate and put the phone and electronics down. You need to learn to say no and leave work at work when you come home. If you want to work hard at work and become successful with your work, then you need to make sure that you are smarter with your time there. Most jobs will give you plenty of time to get your tasks done as long as you are productive and you can manage yourself within that time frame well, you can get your tasks accomplished. And if you still find that your plate is overloaded, you can teach your manager and other employees to value your time by simply saying no and being more selective about what you are willing to do. Your hobbies and your passions are one of the hardest things to add into your daily life. These are the extras and they add so much to your life, but they're not a requirement. But these hobbies are some of the easiest things to put to the side when we get busy. We have to take action and sign up for the classes and get out there to actually do the hobby or carve out a little time in your schedule to enjoy some time with that hobby or passion that you love. Even half an hour will work, but you need to prioritize it to make sure that your actions give you the success that you want. Even when it comes to your health, you need to take the right action steps to make this happen. Healthy eating and exercise do not just happen on their own. You need to make the time, whether you cut out your social media habit or you choose to wake up early in the morning, you have to make the changes. You need to meal plan and shop and get the healthy foods into your diet. You see, you have to decide what aspects of your life are the most important and then you need to act on them. You can choose the steps that you would like to take and you could even come up with a plan for it. Some people like to jump right in and just do all the action steps possible before they get busy or have to worry about putting something else in place first. Others like to plan it out and make sure that they can get it into the day. You pick the style that works best for you, but just take the necessary actions and see how much balance you can bring into your life with just some simple steps. Finding balance in your life is going to be one of the hardest things to do. There are so many things that can go wrong and just a little something like some stress at work or an illness is often hard enough to send all of your hard work out the window. So finding a way to have balance in your life, it will make all the difference. There are things that you will need to work through to make this happen. You need to know what's most important in your happiness. And from there, you can decide what will make it all work together. From balancing your work, your family, your time with loved ones, your relationships with others, your health and wellness, even your hobbies, you will always be able to find some of that inner peace and happiness that you've always wanted by finding this balance. 
the peace and the happiness, they're here for you to take it. Provided that you're willing to put in some of the dedication and the time that are necessary to handle all of those different plates. Working through one point at a time and then bringing them all together will make this a reality for you in no time. For a more in-depth look into how you can find balance in your life, go check out the Finding Balance Guide at www.hijackmylife.com. Also, consider joining our Patreon group for special shout-outs, behind-the-scenes content, access to our private podcast, and first look early access to the content that we will be releasing. Come join the family, and we appreciate your support. Remember... In this life, we cannot progress unless we process the person that we are and implement the knowledge, skills, and abilities that transform us into the person that we want to be. Thank you for tuning in with us. We invite you to come back and check us out again on the next episode of The Hijack My Life Podcast.